You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Geeks, coming to you from, I don't even know where we're coming to you from at this point, uh, 17 different places, yeah. Uh, various places that Alan Moore has turned into uh, bizarre tulpas. <laughs> <laughs> the tulpaverse is where we the are. The tulpaverse. We're coming to you from the tulpaverse. Yeah. Anyway, I am Nate Balding. Matt Oren. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. Jeff Albright. Fellas? And, and various of our other dogs will probably show up as well. There's yeah. some dogs. There's some uh, chickens that may join. Uh, a Maine Jake, Coon. We Jake got. might join us late. He's on a session. <laughs> Jake on the scene uh, may join us. He's at a he car there, swap right now. Out there questing for cars. Side he's on swap right now? A car swap, not a wife oh. swap. It's a big... Um, <laughs> usually well, swap. married to yeah. a car, so... On, on, I was going to say, for Jake, that's about the same thing. It's about the same. Yeah. Sometimes you do swap your car for a wife when you're. Is that what they mean when they talk about autoerotic? There you go. That's exactly <laughs> what they mean. Autoerotic asphyxiation is when you jerk off in a car while it's running in a garage. And die of methane poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> or with carbon monoxide, excuse me. It started off very well. I know. I watched an amazing documentary on YouTube. Yeah. I think it was, it's from officially from DC, but it was about all the cinematic Batmobiles from the Adam West one all the way up through the Tumblr. It was pre Affleck uh, Batmobile. Hmm. But it was really cool, man. That's so what's your favorite, rare, actually. What's that? What's your favorite? Uh, the Keaton Batmobile, for sure. Do they I talk about so. the cartoon ones or just live action? Just Ooh, a live good. action one. It was about the evolution of the Batmobile as tech that Batman uses. Gotcha. But, but practically, the Christian Bale Batmobile was the only one you could really, like, the the Keaton one and all the other ones in the other movies were like when you see a guy with a really cool lowrider, but he can't go over the edge of the curb at Taco Bell right. because it will rip the bottom of the car off. You know what I mean? But the, and the problem, that's, said, that's the problem with those. The, so thing the, is, the Bale one looked more like universal. Yeah, but it's it's limited because of its size and its weight that it it could get up any terrain, but it couldn't get the speed that Keaton's Batmobile could have. Or sure. functionality, like we don't know what else that Batmo- the Keaton Batmobile did. It could have easily popped out wings 
or went underwater. Okay, so are we, we going to see right. it again? Do you guys think that we'll see it again in the DC multiverse? Mitch, do you think we're going to see your Batmobile again now that Mac- Michael Keaton has been kind of confirmed as being back? I don't know. I'm sure that I'm sure that they'll they'll fuck it up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be driving Val Kilmer's Batmobile and then it'll just kill Jake like it'll just be like that was an 82 not an 81 or just some, you know whatever the the numbers are now this isn't you know, confirmed is it I don't know I'm pretty sure Boba Fett's going to be in you know the Mandalorian we lost a team member over the argument but it's like I still feel it's pretty much confirmed you know what I mean <laughs> oh is that why <laughs> I think so. I like to make things simple. You know, I, mean, I feel it was our belief system in Boba Fett that caused well, the disruption. There is talks about Michael Keaton <gasps> coming back, but we don't know if that's you know we don't know if that's confirmed or anything. She'll be back. I will say that watching that Batman documentary on the on the different mobiles gave me a respect for both <laughs> the uh, Kilmer Batmobile. Yeah, and ah. the, because they, Dude, they built it, from, six, you didn't see them building it like in real life. Like it's not just about like it as a function of the movie. It's like you get to see them building it, and then they built the fucking Clooney Batmobile from scratch. Hmm. Like, and they custom nice. cut the Batman logo in the tread of the tires. Because they had to custom make the tires, man. It was, I don't know. You can find it on YouTube. I've seen a lot of different DC uh, uh, documentaries on YouTube for free. For free! For free! Here, I'm posting a link to a page that ranks the 10 best Batmobiles. Batmobiles. I think I, Adam, Adam West to me is the I, best. Yes, 66. 66 yeah, is where it said. Yeah. He looks uh, like there's a small distillery in the back of it. You know, the 66, <laughs> yeah. the 66 is great for that Batman. Meaning any kind of camp, campy Batman, then yes. That, that vehicle is going to be great. What? I don't know. It looks pretty like... Like it looks like it would win a race against a couple of the other Batman cars to me. Well, like Chris O'Donnell and Val Kilmer or George Clooney in that that Ford Futura. Oh God! Well, here's what I'll throw out to you. Also, uh, for the '66, Batman has to get out of the Batmobile to battle any enemy. So, an open top that he can just like shoot out of is going to be yes. way more helpful. And you can just, your sh- your parachute just jumps right off your back. You can just jump out of it right after a cliff. You don't have to worry about a faulty top opening. Yeah. Holy shit. The 66. Yeah, you, you, you don't do your crazy ass beetle shell top thing. That <laughs> yeah. Stops you. I, I mean, I guess it stops artillery if that's ever coming into play. It shouldn't at all. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want Batman to get JFK'd. <laughs> yeah, see, the, the 66 would not hold up unless it had the, the like, the Pope Mobile dome, uh, but not as, not as high. Well, All right, or, this made me think. Uh, 
like Would Mitch you- is saying, uh, if he had Secret Service agents behind him, a Robin perhaps to take the bullet. <laughs> would you would you guys watch a Batman 66 directed yes. by Quentin Tarantino? Absolutely. No. No. It is a hard no. Like I was thinking more like the the last one he did, uh the Hollywood like Batman that like kind of Once Upon a Time. Yeah, where they are filming the show but they also have to solve a crime outside of filming the show. Once upon, so Bert, oh, I mean, once upon okay. a time, yeah, yeah. What's funny? Yeah, where Burt Ward and the man have to like actually solve crime after filming on the lot as Batman and Robin, where they're All like right. going home. They're at a club. They're at a swingers club. Whatever fucking they were doing at the time, but they have whatever to like they have to kill Charles Manson or just like do something. I would um, absolutely watch that movie. But I would not want Tarantino to direct it. Hmm. Right. Who would you want uh, to direct it? I'm thinking about it right now, and I'm not 100% sure. Taika Waititi? I was going to say Joel Schumacher. Schumacher. He's good. Uh, Schumacher. He Wait. He did. He what, did. About, no, what about like an edgy version? Like, um, hmm. I, don't, I'm not a, like, I don't know the directors. Like, who like did Darren the first? Darren Aronofsky. Or a, a Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, del Toro would be great, actually, I think. What about Brian De Palma? Brian De Palma. As long as John Travolta's not in it. <laughs> uh, rest in peace to his wife, I'm, by the way. She died today. So. Kelly Preston. Yeah, yeah oh, Kelly Preston. shit. Just today. Today, uh, yeah. 57. I mean, two-year battle with God. Dude, Kelly Preston was awesome. One of, I just one of my first... Like memorable crushes was Kelly Preston from uh, Space Camp oh, as yeah. a kid. Yeah, man, I just always like ah. Scientology and couldn't. Scientology only doesn't get you past fifty-seven, even if you got that Travolta like level money. So, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Well, then bring us Brian to Batman. Brian to Batman. Brian to Batman. That would be an interesting thing, though. If you had like a it really cool, really directing something. Like that, like a, a campy take on on Batman, a la nineteen sixty six. Yeah, and the reason I think about it is because they 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 in that movie, the Hollywood Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they get on the set of the Green Hornet where Bruce Lee yep. fights. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it'd just be funny to see that continuation of we're making a show about superheroes, but then Offset. We're not just killing Charles Manson, but we're doing like superhero type things. I don't know. Where Batman is actually Batman, but he can't be Batman. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it it could be good, I guess. Uh, but I okay. think you would have to cast Ben Affleck. Affleck. Hell yeah. Was- <laughs> like late stage diabetes, like so Affleck. drunk. Just uh, yeah, just giving up like the Commissioner Gordon from Harley Quinn, Ben Affleck. Like oh, he's so good, well, by the way. Oh, dude. Chris, Chris Maloney, absolutely, yeah, so good. That is the best show on TV right now. Whatever TV, very, whatever TV is. I think he's a very underappreciated, underknown actor. Maloney, yes. I mean, I I think the people that need to know who he is, know who he is, and the rest of them have seen Law and Order. 
Yeah, but he's got so much more. Is he the guy? Does he have that show? What's that show? Happy? Same guy? Yeah, I've not watched Happy yet. Is it worth giving it a go? It is, for sure. But he's wonderful in, like, Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. He he fucks a fridge. I try to get into that. He does. Um, what else was was he in that I'm also a really big fan of? He was in the Harold and Dude, wasn't he in VHS? Am I wrong? Not VHS. Uh, what's the one with Adam Sandler? UHF. No, no. that's weird. Al. Uh, are you talking about Click? Or Nah, man. Where they take over the radio station with the guy from oh, the Air- Brendan Frazier? Airheads. Is he not in that? No. All right. No, Michael McKeon's in that. Yeah, right. it's uh, Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler, and Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Fraser, Robot Man Fraze. himself. Oh, have you guys started watching season two? Yes. Of Doom Patrol? Yes. In fucking DD. Doobly, in fact. Indubitably. So, Thank how you. many episodes are out? Like two right now? At least three. Maybe three, four. as Man. far as I know. But That's a healthy have- binge. There might have been one tonight, so. Oh, shit. So it's good? It's holding up so far, like, yes. compared to last season? Yeah. Oh, it, it's still absolutely killer. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of dark, which I know is weird because it was kind of dark <laughs> before. <laughs> right. Doom. You know, that's, yeah. that's putting it lightly, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's wild, and, and there's a very angry robot man and a very calm <laughs> no i would say she, she's good <laughs> don't argue that was a perfect injection that was over here <laughs> prince yeah His name's prince prince he used to get beat up by a police officer oh good boy get some facetime on there prince. and now now he's afraid of everything outside. Yeah. You know what? That's understandable. Yep. I mean, that, that, that ties into probably the biggest reason why we haven't recorded in weeks. We've been doing a lot of PLM. Uh, Prince Lives Matter. Prince Lives Matter. Oh, poor Prince. And I'm sure the fireworks haven't uh, helped that at all. Oh, no, he loves fireworks. That's his favorite oh, part of the sure. no, he, he, he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, of course he hates stuff. it. <laughs> what about Thunder? Don't like it? Nope. Yeah. Don't like it. No. Good job, buddy. Uh, I held a puppy today, so I'm very dog. I had puppy breath in my face today. That's like that's like the spice that they're smuggling in any space-time movie. It's just like, what is the spice? It's just puppy breath when you burn it on an incense candle. Oh, my God. Seriously, dude, puppy breath is just like intoxicating. It's just like <laughs> I need to have one of those right now on my face, living in my lap all the time. You just need like an oxygen tank where you can be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nitrous that just has a puppy breath smell. Yeah, that'd be. Right. Oh my god. I, I was going to say they're actually selling puppy breath at half <laughs> price at Livewell right now. Sure, they probably are. Like, just come in. Anyone come to a place and come get stuck. Anyway, watching stuff. 
I've been watching I, movies. I haven't, I haven't watched ahead. the new D- Doom Patrol because uh, I've been. I mean, I started watching the first episode and I got like halfway through and I fell asleep and I was like, I'll return to this later. And then I have not. I've been slacking. So what's up with this uh, this little girl? That's like the chief's daughter. It's the chief's yeah. daughter. And she is no, uh, deeply connected to a bunch of crazy shit. Nice. Hang on. I'll be right back. Yeah, what is it? Um, she's is she the daughter of like an immortal cave woman? That uh, she well, she's the, she's the daughter of Sasquatch from the first season. Whoa, dude, that's pretty crazy. Okay, I gotta get back into that. And then um, she's connected to two spirits. She's the daughter of Sasquatch. Yeah. Huh. Oh, am I getting a... Sorry, I'm getting a little weird audio thing going on. That no, I you seem fine. The daughter of okay. Sasquatch is coming. I didn't, re- like, wait, wait, I didn't realize the daughter of Sasquatch. Is that that hairy uh, cave woman or uh, missing link type person that she... Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was uh, a crazy take. I mean, I guess it might have been a Neanderthal, but... okay. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Bigfoot. I interpreted it like a Vandal Savage type uh, person. Nice. But, all right, I mean, well, cool. Vandal Savage would be a Bigfoot. Mm. Uh, well, that's the thing, though. He he should look different. Because yeah, he sh- if, if we're going like the... What is it? Chain. Five or six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's what three, maybe. Yeah, I would say. So he should be a crazy giant ape man. He should be like the guys from the old Geico commercials. Yeah, the caveman and dudes. Yeah, Nick Nick Kroll should be playing it's, Vandal Savage. Yes, that, they yeah, still make those cool. fucking commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Does anybody? So, has anybody watched the new Unsolved Mysteries? I guess they would still be old Unsolved Mysteries, but they're no, still new to us. Still, still Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, uh, still I, I've seen the first one. Oh man, I binged it all in one night. If you want to know how I'm sleeping right now, it's that I watched all the Unsolved Mysteries in one oh, night. I, I know um, how we're all sleeping, and it's we're yeah, not. yeah. But I'd like to return. I like to just like we need to hear about weird shit that happens. It's like fringe, you know. It's so like that's what it is. Fringe topics that were so like it's like oh, oh, you know, alien kidnappings and you know, dads and moms burning their entire family and moving to Nova Scotia are like fun escapes now. You know what I mean? To like the life we're living. But I don't know. It's just it's, I think they did a great job. They use the same theme song. They give you a little shadow shot of Robert Stack, but there is no new host. So you just dive right into the shows. You know what I mean? You don't have to have like a replacement for Robert Stack and make it. It's not trying to be like a modern day. That's what I always hated about when the Twilight Zone reboot itself is they would try to get the host to be 
Rod Sterling, you know? And it was like, no, just tell us the stories, make it creepy right off the top. And that's what I think they did a good job of. I don't know. And that theme song is just like cash, money. Like you play that theme song, you talk about someone getting away with murder, it makes for a compelling show, you know? I mean, it is what I listen to every time I commit a murder, so... You just have it on like a little tape deck, or it's a, <laughs> you just call yourself on the, your cell phone because that's your <laughs> ringtone. <laughs> we still, but it's no spooky, man. But it's like they're modern day crimes, and these people are still getting away with like the most. Like the cops came over to the house eleven times, and then they finally found the bodies, and it was just like, what the fuck? Um, it's, it's strange. It's just strange, man, that we live in, you know, in the 80s when these crimes were unsolved is because we didn't have the technology. Now that we have the technology, we still can't solve these crimes, you know, like. Well, because, always, uh, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say uh, maybe <laughs> it's maybe it's because the cops don't know how to do their jobs. This is true. Or mm-hmm. want to. Or they're already paid not to. That's what comes up in a couple of these episodes. So do you just think like if you got they looking the other way while these people are getting away with this fucking crazy shit, man? If we move forward then with like defunding the police to really have them focus on certain things, will we see an upswing in private detectives? Dicks, Fuck. the dicks are back. The dicks are back. I'll be the new Magnum PI, dude. Dude. I mean, I, I don't know if I can get behind a, an upswing in dicks necessarily, but yeah. Dick Dick hey, solved crimes are up twenty percent right now. Mitch Mitch Jones PI, the average yeah. four hours a case. I got a little Derringer. I think I you should make, you should make that show, dude. Yeah, all Mag- those old shows, though, man. Magnum Mitch Jones, but you need every a, show. It's right there. You need a small sidekick. We could buy. We could find a shitty fucking helicopter and do like Riptide Two, the city. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just fucking. Oh man, I was like, they had a robot and a helicopter with big lips. Like that shit was crazy. You you would need a sidekick in either like a Evan Johnson or a, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's, what's Noah Reynolds? That'd be funny. You definitely have to get all the. <laughs> The positions filled, let's just say, for any of those shows. Dude, but everybody did it on their own. 18, Knight Rider, uh, Riptide, just fucking, they were just like free. Everybody was freelance, man. And you just, you were, you weren't even considered uh, necessarily like Daredevil and like a vigilante. You just had a little, you were like, I'm certified by the state. Are we going to start seeing that again? Well, I can hope so. Can I, is, you've been ready, dude. Mitch has been prepping, though. You're, you're, you're like biting at the chomp, you know, you're chomping at the bit, whatever the phrase is. <laughs> the second yeah, one. <laughs> I got that special leg brace from The Dark Knight Rises, lets you kick down brick walls. <laughs> <laughs> you, you bought the gloves on Facebook that we all keep getting solicited that can punch through car windows and shit. Holy shit, those things. <laughs> Do we know anyone that's gotten cool. that yet? Because I want to. I want to check it out. They're actually no. pretty old school, man. I've actually worn a pair of those. But they're more old school. But they've been making those for a while, man. You can Dude, I saw punch, John Boyega right wearing those. Yeah, he he wore them when he protested. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. He totally did. Fucking Finn can punch through a windshield. <laughs> he can punch through a lot of shit with those. A plastic you, fucking police guard thing. You can punch right through them. Boom. Yeah, dude, they're pretty badass. Uh, he's speaking the heart of the shall allow the undying inside of you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Speaking of what? Uh, speaking of the A team, yeah. Mm. I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys are watching Agents of Shield. No, but the the very latest episode is an A team episode. What? What? Like expand, expand. All right, so uh, Deke and Mac got trapped in 1982. Uh, Mac flips out because he just had to kill the uh, robot versions of his parents. And so he's been depressed for a couple years. And Deke decides to go start rebuilding the agency by getting a whole bunch of people who it seems like are maybe all cocaine dealers overseas, Hmm. but they are his a team that he's calling the Deke squad. Nice. (laughs) Does he he love it when a plan comes together? Well, I could tell you more, but I was only halfway through it before we started this episode. I can't believe that feels so on to be honest with you. I mean, I'm thankful for it. Well, no, these are pretty recent episodes, aren't they? This was today? Yeah. yeah. One of the two. This is the last uh, season of S.H.I.E.L.D., though, isn't it? it well, is. That's what I'm saying, though. Still, though, just to give it a shout-out for being on this long. I never thought it would make it this long. Especially oh. the fact that it's, like, cut itself off from the movies. Like, it's a self-existing kind of thing now, you know? And this this whole season is just nothing but... Uh, crazy throwback references to things that you've seen in television movies within your lifetime. Hmm. So do you think it... Marvel Cinematic? Or like movies in general? uh, In general. The first one takes place in the 30s. Nice. Uh, So it's all... It's a noir thing... And they they just are being forced to jump up through television history uh, where every episode mm. is a new, fun version. It's, I mean, it, it's a, 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 it feels real. I know that felt too real. <laughs> what I was going to ask is, it, is it a nod to WandaVision? And then that happened, and I'm like, oh, so yes, it is a nod to what's coming up in WandaVision. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it's basically they're just doing continual. Uh, just new episodes of old shows, basically. That's kind of interesting. Okay. Oh, so now I kind of want to watch. Can you jump in? Can you say if you just jump into the season and not care about... You don't have about... to know anything about the previous show. Okay. Like, okay. It's better if you do, but... But still, you can. Yeah. Yeah, there are a, a, a few minor narrative things going on that 
you're supposed to give a shit about, but you don't have to. Uh, I think everyone on the show even is checked out. They're just filling out the end of their contracts. Yeah. So can I ask a question? Because I'm, and I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I'm recently going chronologically through all the Marvel movies, no shows included, no Netflix, just straight up movies, post-credit scene, mid-credit scenes. Do the Avengers ever find out that Coulson did, in fact, live? They never mention it. Uh, so they, the, they, no, no one, no major players in the movies ever realize that he's doing all this stuff with Shield on the show, Agents of Shield. Only Shield traveling, does, which has been deconstructed, reconstructed. So he's kind of almost just on his own. He may didn't even know the Shield is still real or not real. Like well, during a lot of this, right? Here, here's a fun spoiler for the new Agents of Shield. He's not even alive. He Coulson, is, or whatever that is, Colson. Yeah. He he's an LMD, life model decoy, and he's been brought back to life, what, five times now. So he's never okay. been like realive. He's no. always just been an LMD this whole show. Oh, no. He has been brought back to life in various forms numerous times, but his current form is his final form, and it's an LMD. Oh, I like that. And he has memories of everything he's done, including the movies and the TV show and whatever he's... All right. Uh, And Agent May uh, has also been Killed and sort of brought back with the Tahiti situation. Ooh. And she is unhappy with the fact that Coulson is an LMD. Uh, and she now has the ability to, when she touches you, if you're an actual person, she can feel your soul, basically. Omega's powers. Well, she died, she died in hell. Oh, okay. So now she is uh, soul-related. For her ledger, basically? Kind of like Black Widow? How'd she get to hell? Did she go with uh, with Ghost Rider? It was a whole Ghost Rider thing, yeah. Ooh. Cool. I'm going to watch that once the season's over and just watch the whole series. Straight through? Might as well. Uh, Ain't got fuck all else I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else. Are you sure, man? <laughs> well, so you're right. One you're more right. like mini season, season after this. This is it. Once this season ends, it's over. You're right. I should watch. Be watching Doom Patrol. I finished Harley Quinn. I just finished uh, Iron Fist season two on my Marvel Netflix rewatch. Sure. Uh, yeah, they they made that. I don't know, man. I think it really hurt it by taking away three additional episodes. Totally. But, I mean, it seems like people just weren't having it. Uh, uh, yeah, they, it. They kind of blew it with that whole show. Because it should have been this amazing martial arts spectacular. And then it was... Oh, but... We're going to watch this fucking weird white dude 
occasionally punch somebody. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I really liked it. I really liked in Luke Cage season two when him and Luke team up and beat the fuck out of uh, some drug dealers. That was a cool scene. I mean, the best part of I, and I say this as an Iron Fist apologist. Hmm. Uh, I I love Iron Fist, but the best thing about Iron Fist, the TV show, is when he gets to see Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is very yeah. Well, you know, nothing against Luke Cage, the show, because I liked them both. I also felt they could have been less. There could have been eight to twelve, eight to ten episodes. Um and Or they, just like four movies. Right. Oh, but I was gonna say they, they could have had both Iron Fist and Luke Cage uh both of their first seasons be combined. And they have similar things and go off to do their own parts. And then they could have had their own second season. Um, I just felt like they gave us too much. And it really didn't serve the show very well. Do you guys think any of these actors will be reused again in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I hope so. Uh, I have to imagine that they're actually contracted into Disney and Marvel specifically. So. So they've been waiting basically so, yes. that, that two years after each show ends. So. I read something. Because we're getting really close about to those most of those things expiring right now. Well, I read something about John Berenthal uh, coming back as <sighs> Punisher. Yeah, I mean, how could you not, dude? He's like the modern-day Wolverine. But by that argument, you should also have Charlie Cox because he's he's just perfect for the role. So you I say, saw that article too but i think that was from we got this covered and they right shit covered man yeah i think i think luke cage and iron fist could be recast pretty easily i don't see jessica jones punisher or daredevil being recast and then if they're trying to like assimilate the netflix universe into the marvel D, you know universe um without being some like strange i don't know and i yeah. like luke cage I think he did a great job as Luke Cage, but I think that could be flipped pretty easy. I would agree with that. I also think that they're just going to move on with newer characters that are more representative of what is uh, not only wanted, but needed uh, right now. So, you know, you'll, you'll have your She-Hulk. She-Hulk would be amazing. You'll have your Mrs. Marvel. Most likely, right? Come on, Marvel, yeah. Yeah. they're um, all coming. Yeah, I mean, she has got her own show coming, right? But my my point though is that they're going to focus them their do. energy yeah. on those those characters and rightfully so. The old die. characters can die. Yeah, they were they serve their purpose. Yeah, exactly. What what purpose would they serve moving forward? Like, what is Punisher? The only purpose to have Punisher still be around is to show the irony of cops adopting him. As a symbol, mm. he he should absolutely only be a grizzled old piece of shit that She Hulk runs into or something. Well, he's Wolverine in the first X Men movie, just like living in the shitty camper on the back of a truck. Yeah, just like gone away, and then some young person brings you in for a minute, but like they didn't cycle out Wolverine, but then you cycle him out one last time. You know what I mean? Mitch, did you finish second season of Punisher? 
No, that's uh, I got. So I gotta watch um, Daredevil season three, and then I can go to Punisher season two, and then finish it up with Jessica Jones season three. All right, season two is hard, but it's. I didn't finish. I never finished Jessica so Jones good. season three. I didn't either. I didn't start it. Well, I'm gonna finish it. God damn it! Because I'm on this quest. Good for you. Well, I was. I felt like that too when I thought it still counted, and then they just kind of erased all the Netflix things. They're like, these things aren't canon anymore. And yeah, right. well, they don't officially said it, but I just was like, I didn't feel the, as compelled to finish the season because I was like, well, there's no cliffhanger that's going to happen that I have to see the end of. Or and it was just like Dexter meets the Marvel universe. It just it, I was not digging it. I don't know, man. They left Iron Fist on a big cliffhanger he has the guns of orson randall the world war one era iron fist that are charged with like chi energy oh those are pretty cool yeah i do remember that that's uh, that's fine yeah i don't know it's key because he left it where it leaves off is colleen is the iron fist Colleen Wings, the Iron Fist protecting New York City. Hmm. I trust her in that position, I would think. (laughs) Which is the way it should be. Right. Yeah. Well, she was badass. She was real badass. Yeah, but what happens to her? We need another season of that shit. We're not getting any (laughs) other seasons or any other shows, I'm afraid. But I can dream, can I? Well, we may get them, but they'll be probably be on Disney Plus, not Netflix, I guess. So, and it'll probably be a reboot. Well, there's honestly, there should be a Colleen Wing show that's like The Mandalorian. Ooh, <sighs> fuck yes, dude! I would totally watch that. Yep. Especially because she's related to the first female Iron Fist, the the lady pirate. I can't remember what her name is. Yeah, dude, it it would be so dope. Like just now, calling calling wing running through uh, New York, having to stop these very specific plots from ninjas from another realm, one of the seven magical realms. Yeah, I think the only thing stopping that show from actually happening is Mitch watching The Mandalorian. I think that has I think to happen. It needs to be written. I think God, you should write. Damn it, Mitch! Watch the Mandalorian. Yeah, dude, come on, no. Mitch. I I gotta get Disney Plus, and uh, I thought we have passwords we can share with you. Like, yeah, I was gonna say I think I I I might have turned mine off, but dude, it's the best Star Wars there is it's, right it's, now. It's real good. Fuck, and it's then, the best Western there is yeah, right now. right now, totally. And then uh, then you get to watch the uh, making of documentary, which is fucking brought me more emotion than watching the show because you really get to see uh, how painstakingly they went back through time to go through every... Uh, someone on our our personal thread just commented how bad the... Uh, was that you, Mitch? That how bad the <laughs> Star Wars holiday special is? Oh, yeah, I just saw that for the first time ever. Yeah, and when they made the Mandalorian, dude, they went back and looked 
rewatched that. They rewatched the every Ewok special that was ever on TV and found every little creature that could, they could bring in and try to just bring canonize it more and more. You know what I mean? Like really make those things that were still canon, but like fringy as hell, like seem a little bit more canon. Cause you see this animal, you see this animal, you see this gun, you staff, this thing. And I think that's the best part of Mandalorian for me. Foreman robot that fucking, uh, dude, they, they recreate everything like to like to exact specification. Like, uh, it's so good, man. Are, are you telling me they went a long time ago? In a two, to a couple decades of far, far away. Yes. <laughs> they did. Dude, they used, I mean, just like things I just could, would slip away above my head and they make it seem so obvious and so purposeful. And uh, I don't know. It's great. But hey, man, I'm not going to argue against your protest as far as aspect. Oh, well, it's not a protest. I just, I got I got too much on my plate before I can start the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Our plates are very full right now. Mine are mostly like cooked meats and mashed potatoes, but oh, mine's are tossed salads and scrambled, scrambled eggs. You I got son a, of a bitch. Yeah, I got a smoker. <laughs> um, I acquired a nice large smoker, but I have yet to use it because I just got out, got back from being out of town. And where'd you go? I went to Florida? San Diego. <laughs> you were in Miami. <laughs> San Diego, nice. So my my buddy's got a little casita in the back uh, backyard, and we're in this gated community, and had a pool that nobody uses. So yeah, I needed a change of scenery for my kids, and Dude, we uh, hung so out. Drive there? I drove. That's badass. All right, good. Uh, yeah. So I was gonna say, you come back with a fucking lung full of Corona, there, pal. I'm not getting on a plane, dude. No Fuck plane no. for this guy. We drove. And it took about 15 hours. Spent a night yes. in Utah each way. Hey, man. I, the good old-fashioned okay. <laughs> American road trip. It was great. I got to ask this. Are rest stops still open? Like old school, pull off the highway, fucking park your car, buy some shit out of the vending machine. Are those uh, still closed? I don't Fly know. Fly and No, just like a like a the like pull off stops. I know what you're talking about. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I didn't go to them. We. Oh, dude, I need us. We're not traveling with dogs or anything. Our goal was to just go. I no, I had two little kids. Was to just get as far as possible. I did stop for White Castle in Vegas. Um, Excellent. At, yeah, it was. It was great and gas, yeah. uh, but it was also 117 degrees. So. Dude, I was it, you. That joke it wrote itself right there. Like you were just like, I stopped for White Castle <laughs> and gas. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even gonna. I got plenty of both. Um, plenty of both. <laughs> right. No, we were halfway through Vegas when the White Castle took hold. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what would it be? It would be fear and loathing. It would be fear and something else as a result. Uh, you know, we, so we did a road trip, and it was good. It was good, but I'll tell you, people, uh, people in other states uh, don't always care yeah, about things going out of the world. Seem to be giving a fuck. 
You, you didn't see many masks is what you're Utah saying. Utah doesn't yeah. give a fuck. We went to this place. We stayed in this small town uh, the, on the way back. And there was this ice cream joint open, you know, a block away. So we, we went oh, to Were you in uh, gun ownership, Utah? I was in Salina, Utah. Oh, yeah. yeah gun dude. ownership, Utah. And uh, we walk over there, and there's, there's a, three, four people inside this small, small building, you know. And nobody's wearing masks. Nobody, dude. So we were looking at the menu, and then we see all these people, and then we walked away because I'm not getting COVID ice cream. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> what the? Nobody in that gotta just You almost got to just prep all your meals for the whole drive and meat. just camp, camp it out, cook them meat, on a we stove. Had meat. We had meat, and – we had stopped in a place where they did have masks. You go to a chain, they're going to wear masks. Yeah, um, totally. We were in a, a supermarket, Starbucks, and they, they were wearing masks under their nose. And it's like, what the fuck is going on here, people? What, what is that? I was like, all right, this, I don't know what's up here. Well, if you're in a town full of mouth breathers, they don't actually use their nose, so it's not a big we were, deal. We were, we were happy to get Fair out. Fair enough. We were happy to get out of Utah. I'll say that. Um, Colorado, uh, they follow the, the the regulations. Yeah, we we seem to mostly be doing it. Um, Utah had I mean, signs I that in front of their supermarket. It said, please consider wearing a mask inside. And Jesus you know what? Not, not many considered it. You know what? Uh, they can secede. They can have their <laughs> crazy Mormon country that they asked for in the first place. I hate to say it, but I, I mean, it sounds like, like Denver does, but if you're in northern Colorado, you can walk yeah. into any store. Dude, they don't. They're just like, no, my truck breathes death black smoke you think i'm gonna wear a fucking mask you know what i mean like it's just yeah. like I'm, I'm what is it called pumping fucking whatever rolling it is coal. rolling rolling coal you think i'm gonna wear a mask you know what i mean it's like eh, i guess you're right i see where you got like okay yeah it sucks well it was it was a little frustrating um rolling coal that's gonna be the next mad max movie Mad Max rolling coal. <laughs> but wherever we were in oh, that rolling coal is going to be my new stage name. <laughs> rolling, <laughs> rolling <laughs> S coal. Where we were in San Diego, though, uh, we saw a lot of masks. Uh, we didn't really go see many people, but when we did, there were masks. So that was good. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can't recommend any places in San Diego, but. We were in North San Diego. I was in the, it's fine. the affluent area <laughs> for most of it. But all we did was bike and go to a supermarket. So it, it worked out. Yeah, so you were in the pool part. San Diego's pool. Yeah, it was good. We were away from people. But it's nice to be back in uh, 90-something degree weather. Oh, uh, yeah. And we're recording again. That's nice. It's nice to be the back with the broadcast geeks. Yeah, we took a a, a break to focus energies on uh, <laughs> the BLM movement. 
This is true. Has lost some of its wind. It feels a lot of things uh, lose wind. I think it's the protests have slowed, but uh, yeah, the political achievement has been relatively good. Let's hope. It's a veritable powder keg, this country. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope, especially when you have, you know, uh, trusted authorities like Chuck Woolery telling everybody. (laughs) I'm not on social, I'm on a three day, I'm not even protesting. I'm just like off social networking for three days. I'm trying to go 30 days. And uh, just as it's fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, yeah. I feel better than I felt in a very long time. Absolutely. Because um, I'm addicted to it, just like a lot of people. I turn it on. I open it up. I see everyone being upset and sad and, you know, just sharing uh, you go down a things. That we, and, and I'm not saying people sharing things they shouldn't. They're sharing things that we should all be conscious of, stories and about whatever's going on. Like we said, Black Lives Matter, police brutality, just injustice in the world. But. I think a lot of times you just have to like kind of turn the phone off for a minute and, and just not like, I don't know. I remember living in the seventies and I watched the news from seven to seven thirty, and you know, the eighties. And it was just like, you kind of like were more involved with your community and what's going on directly next to you. You know, well, the people they, didn't have, that, yeah, yeah. they didn't have the internet, which right, enabled right. that dissemination of information. Yeah. So you were more concerned about your neighborhood and the people you deal with on a daily basis. Like you said, going to the grocery store to seeing these people who, who people you're saying hello to on an everyday basis, people you're holding a door open for, or, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. stopping for an extra second at the stop sign to let them go through. I, I think that's just become like more of my focus. Like I'm trying to make it more, you know, three days is nothing off social media, but it feels like, you know, like I haven't had a, a drop of alcohol in three days. It's cause it's kind of the same kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. that's, and that's how powerful social media is. I think. Well, it's the only disruptive. way we can maintain connectivity with people right now. Yes. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but did you say that you watched Contagion? <laughs> I have not watched. You're asking me. I have that not is... seen Contagion yet. Well, I did not long ago. Uh, I didn't say anything about it, but that is not what? a great movie to watch right now. Are you asking me? Are you telling me that I should watch it? Is I guess Mitch is that. No, I, I didn't. I can't watch it, man. I'm too fucking. Uh, I'm too fucking depressed. And watching all these superhero uh, vigilante shows is giving me ideas. You know what you should do instead. Actually, maybe uh, you can always play. Good God, that is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it was excellent timing. Uh, Last of Us. Part two, if you really want to get mm. depressed. Oh, I tried man. playing the first one. The first one was free on PlayStation uh, Now. I, I just, just couldn't uh, I could not get into it. And it was the button layout. It wasn't the game itself. It was oh, yeah, the button yeah, no, layout. It, it has a lot of triangle that I don't 
Yeah, dude, it was too much. Not the aiming mechanisms. Using a gun was just not like it didn't feel natural as far as like a third person, first person, whatever. Because it's supposed to not be natural because you're not supposed to be a human who uses a gun. Right. There's a there's a game out right now called The Woods or The Forest. It looks really interesting. Where and I'm kind of going full circle right now, talking about shows. I'm obsessed with the show Alone. Oh, I watched right it now. I watched Dude, it first season. I I've watched four seasons so far. It is by far my favorite television show. The fact that it is a show with no production. I mean, there is. It's all post production. You're sending ten. You send ten people out into the. It's basically the same location in the Arctic, not the Antarctic, but the no, they Arctic. Sent, they sent them to Vancouver Island. Vancouver Island. Like remote, uh, distant part where there's a shit ton of cougars, bears. Bears, wolverine, and, fucking everything you can think of. And, wait a minute. And wolves. I, and wolves. And you I have, I have been there. And Dude, it's you think, the thing is, is that they, they drop these dudes off in uh, and women. And 10, women. 10 different spots. That are are not really accessible to each other. They're about six miles apart, or up a mountain, whatever it might be. Yeah, they're all about six miles apart. And they drop them off with like ten items from a list, and that's it. And whoever stays, whoever survives the longest, gets five hundred thousand. Well, not you get your ten items that you choose from a pre-approved list. You pick ten of these like fifty items. You get these all the clothes you can put on, like your like cool gear. And then you have to carry this camera case full of fucking well, you have a camera uh, handheld and a stationary yeah. camera that you set up by your shelter. Yeah, there it's, is no there is no crew, so you have to film yourself. Yes, for the entire time you're out there with all these different like fucking little cameras, you have to set up at work. You have to be interesting. You have to fucking make a good video, and it's so cool, man. You're literally alone. You are fucking alone. Yeah, it's for pretty intense. For thirty I'm, to hundred days, fifty-six days was the first season. Oh God! All right, it's pretty intense, man. It is intense if you're into that kind of stuff. Yeah, I uh, I have carried a kayak that I made myself across Vancouver Island. There you go. There's a dude who so, does that. There's multiple people that have to make their own kayak and get across yeah, yeah. these little strips because they're like, just there's saying food it's, there. There's nothing. It's not here. as hard as you think. Well, um, I mean, they drop them off in November. Wait, it's like it's like around winter time. It's it's right at the beginning of winter time. Yeah, yeah man. It's all it, right. That's much worse. It's cold. There's uh, it was like forty degrees. There's huge rainstorms. Um, if you don't get fire and a shelter and within like five hours, within the sometimes first day even, or yeah, two, you're, you're fucking you're, done, dude. Um, because after you get a, a, a primary shelter, then you could spend your time upgrading it. Um, well, what's the rhododendron situation? There are lots of them. So you get, that's the thing. You got to know, <laughs> seriously, you got to know your, what you can eat plant life. There's some, some people are just like, Oh, I can eat all these leaves and berries. And this and that and some, and some bull guy, kelp and freaking all this he stuff. Found clean water, and he drank like ten quarts of it. And oh. it turned out it wasn't clean. That <laughs> Flip, is flipped not, in inside out. 
Ooh. Dude, just right. there's a dude. There's a dude that catches a fucking. He was hallucinating. A, he catches uh, a muskrat right on the first day. A muskrat, and he like barely cooks it and eats it, and he's done. He was from Fort Collins, actually, and he is so done. <laughs> he spends like five days just like. My guts are all coming out of my fucking every hole. And he finally, call, he grabs it. You just call. You're like, I'm done. They give, you, they give you a sat phone. Yeah. And they come get you if you can't make it. And he was just like, my insides are coming out of all my holes. Some I'm guy, dying. I'm dying. Some guy called on the first night because um, he found a mama bear with her cubs up in the tree right behind his shelter at night. Right behind him, dude. Just sleeping there, dude. And he lost. He's got just go. kind of a, so he carried it. He he lost it. He's like, I got. They lose their shit, dude. He's like, it's not worth my life. Uh, yeah, I have a future yeah. with my family and this yeah. and that. Like, I have to, I have to get home, man. It's so they, just, uh, they don't let you go out like Alexander Supertramp. They just fucking. They <laughs> say, well, they let you. They must have a feed to those stationary cameras. Um, however, they make it sound like they're not going to pay attention unless you call for them. They don't pay, excuse me. They don't pay attention at all unless you we call in on the one specific. Oh yeah. We don't know the. We don't know that because that's, right. a, that's a lawsuit regardless of paperwork. Um, so if you're like, I'm shitting muskrat 24 seven. No, you can lay there for three or four days and keep saying that. You They're have, not going to come get you. No, yeah, you, you have, have to, call, to them. call them and tap out. Yeah. Unless, yes. of course, you're Instagramming, and then <laughs> everyone's going to know. Dude, oh, dude. They, they wish they had Instagram. It's yeah. fucking – I love it. Part what of me is like, I could do this. Cool. And I'm like, no, there's no way. There's no way. I learned so much about it, though. You watch the show, you take notes, because eventually you're going to be in that situation if everything's happening. <laughs> no, seriously, it's just like The Last of Us is coming, and you are going to be trapped in the woods, and you're going to have to know, like, holy shit, you can drink water by pouring it through moss and fucking just doing all this crazy-ass shit just to survive, like, one more day. Like, to not get to bend, well, like, one more day, like... And you happen to be close enough to Tobias Livingston because mm-hmm. no. he's going to have – you don't think so? He'll be a well, king no, of, Well, you wouldn't be unless, – unless he was also on the show and he was one of the people six miles away from you. And then, yeah, then he would maybe build like a deck to you. And then you're like, yes, we're going to have a comedy show here in the Arctic. Um. I'm just saying uh, I've uh, been on tour with him and nobody else that I know uh, knows more about survivalism than he No, he, he could yeah. be on that show. He could do that show. Like I, oh, I bet Tobias would live at least two to three weeks like on that show for sure. Oh, yeah. He's ready to and go he, off the grid. He's, he's <laughs> got a, a, a turtle battle van. Yeah. yeah. But Speaking of Turtle room. Battle Van, D- Jake never showed up. No. Hope he's there is going to be that new Turtles movie or produced by Seth Rogen. Oh, so yeah. is that going to be like, what is the details on that? Is it going to be like live action? What is 
I, see, I think it's gonna be CGI again. So there'll be humans in it, but the turtles will be computer generated. No, I think it's. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't read articles anymore. I just read headlines. Me too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we record and then we can picture on, like, you know. We're the reason America's great. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Let's Broadcast keeps the downfall of awareness. That'll be a documentary we make. Oh, now I feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know anything about the new Turtle movie, though. Uh, and if anyone does, I would like to, because I would like to watch it. We'll have to ask Jake off pod. Well, Kevin Smith's involved, so it's going to be good, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I want new content. I think I want to harken back to what Nate just said. I just want new shit. I like, I need to see Black Widow so fucking bad right now. You know what I mean? Like, I need to see new Marvel movies, new fucking Star Wars stuff. And there are Star Wars cartoons coming out, but I just need new content, like, really bad. What did you hear about Star Wars The Bad Batch? The Bad Batch, dude. Yes, I did. I read about that today. I'm really excited. Um <laughs> I I remember taking that acid. The Bad Batch. <laughs> you, just watched, bad batch. <laughs> you just watched the the prequel trilogy like three times in a row in one night. You were just like <laughs> that was a really bad batch. Um, did, uh, and he, Oh go ahead. Sorry. No, there's a there's a new a team of clone troopers introduced in the the latest uh, season of the Clone Wars that are not full clones of Django, but they've had their DNA kind of torqued a little bit. Where each one is very specifically good at, you know, being a sniper, a bombarder, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, hand to hand combat. You know, uh, computer programming, and they're like this very specific, cool uh, group of clones. They actually fill in the end of the Clone Wars very well as far as how they kind of wrap it up. And they're getting their own show. And Filoni, I don't even know, Filonius Monk uh, is going to be in charge of it, which he kind of has been saying, like, I don't want to have anything to do with the Clone Wars anymore. Yet he's taking over another show that's animated about the Clone Wars. You know what I mean? But, fuck yeah, man. I can't wait. Well. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I did read something about that, and it's kind of like uh, Star Wars Dirty Dozen, right? Pretty much, man. They're like oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, there's this this team of fucking badass clones that were very experimental, and they were they didn't get execute order sixty six. You know that didn't happen for them, so they were just like. You know, they would work with the clones, but they didn't understand what clones were, even though they were part clone. They're just like this team of, like the eight. They're literally the A team. I hate to go back there, but that's okay. kind of what they are, man. There was just like you know the the stereotypical brawny one, the brainy one, the one who could make a plan, the one who you know does could fly a ship better. Oh. Clone team one, <laughs> clone A team one. Yeah, <laughs> but no, they're gonna keep making. I mean, I think what they're understanding, man, is like we can't make a bunch of shit right now. Let's make more shows, make cool cartoons. I think Obi-Wan's going to make it out. I just don't know if there's going to be a lot of like new Star Wars or Marvel coming out in a while outside of things they've already worked on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, it's probably 2022 before we see 20, yeah, yeah, anything. 
worth watching. We'll anything, see Black Widow. Anything new, newly made, because there's probably stuff that's on the shelves that they'll pull out at some point. Well, we got True. Mandal Mandalorian season two is done. Uh, we got Black Widow coming. Um, is there any other Marvel movies that are in the can that we can think of? New Mutant. Well, yeah, yeah. that's true. New that's mutants. true. Eventually. Uh, well, God, if they release that, Sony has a problem. <laughs> that could be fun. Well, what do you mean? Why do they have a problem? Don't we already – don't not we, but this sounds weird. Like, we all play for the Cubs, but we mm-hmm. – like, but like, don't don't. Well, geeks like oh fuck Sony. Like, but doesn't doesn't Marvel own it now outright? What is the what do you mean? I, like, do do they? Maybe they do. I, well, I was just saying because uh, they had shelved it for so long. If they're releasing it, uh, that may mean that they're not making any. Yeah, it's weird too for Marvel to put out a movie called The New Mutants when they've never put a movie out about mutants. <laughs> yeah. so it's gonna be like uh and days of future past is on now on the uh disney app which is kind of strange so that's the first x-men movie uh on and the horrible fantastic four movie not the like campy ones but the, the josh tank ones are on fucking disney plus right now the one i mean release the trank cut the trank trank it <laughs> All right, well, let's end it on that then. Uh, you guys have anything else you want to throw out there? At least till next time. Uh, uh, Listen to Werewolf Radar. It's been fantastic, Nate. Yeah, yeah Nate. Yes. Yeah, oh, give us. Thank a- you so We're- much. I've been enjoying the gob fight. That was a great. Uh, that's been a wonderful tournament to follow in these well, uncertain times. Uh, we we the gob fight has ended and uh, stupid devil did win. <laughs> uh, um, but we have a new thing to ask of all of our listeners. Oh yeah, Talk. because we have yeah, yeah I've I've uh, I've gotten a subscription to a magazine called Vampire History. Ooh, Ooh nice. So I'm. Um, so I'm doing a vampire segment every week. Nice. And there are three uh, particular three segment titles to choose from uh, that we're asking people to uh, vote on. Uh, one is "I Want to Blow Your Mind." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, one is one is Vlad the Regaler. Oh, I like that one. Well, and my choice, uh, News Ferratu. I like that. News Ferratu. I think News Ferratu is definitely the the right choice. That's for sure going to win, but... Close second. I like I I Want to Blow Your Mind very much as well. That sounds like Dear Penthouse Forums. I Want to Blow Your Mind. (laughs) So wait, you guys also have a, a Patreon thing going, right? Uh, yes, uh, you can definitely. You get good merch. Go. We have excellent merch. We currently have uh, 
jiggle for Bigfoot shirts that are going out to, I would have to look at the actual Patreon to make sure Mm -hmm. what the level is. Uh, But yeah, you can get a shirt. Uh, Pins are coming. Nice. Uh, From from the aforementioned Tobias Livingston. Very good. Uh, That's where El Chirito got their pin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Every Sunday, you can tune into our Zoom room and see the sausage being made. Nice. Uh, The Zoom room. Yes. And we literally are just making sausage. That's great. It's (laughs) fucking disgusting. And... uh, (laughs) What else? Oh, uh, the werewolf radar, where we're currently uh, doing Frankenstein. Um, we're doing a weekend weird now. Uh, fuck, there's so much. There's a bunch of new stuff that I'm not completely up on. Well, you guys were looking for somebody to work your social media and deal with a lot of that stuff. And we did get one. It's uh, Josue Flores. Hey, welcome. Yay. Congratulations. Josue. What is he, Goldfish Entertainment? Yep. Interesting. All right. It's all incestuous. That's cool. As long as money is being passed around, that's all that matters. Oh, oh yeah. It is, it is nothing but incest. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll end it on that, then. Um, and in the meantime, until you can hear us, until you hear from us next... We say, Excelsior! Excelsior!